G'day, 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 and welcome to yet another edition of The Punting Monologue with more than one person. Stop trying to correct us. It's not our fault. Brought to you, as always, by mintsports.com.au and mintbet.com.au. Download the app today. It's your Christmas too, guys. Give yourself a gift. I'm joined, as always, with the person who stayed up all night doing the actual work so I can do nothing is Ben Clifton. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good to be here, Sonny. How are you going, mate? Mate, not too bad. I should flag, I did bite my tongue pretty savagely last night, so I'm sort of navigating a, uh, a newfound lisp for all the listeners out there. If I'm hissing down your ear holes, it's hopefully temporary. Now, should we recap on last week? It was an absolute nightmare. I was going to bring it up. I was going to see how you went, but uh, I didn't see the coffers getting packed, mate. I zigged when I should have zagged on multiple occasions, but there were some lessons learned. Really? I went through it on my meeting review on Mint Sports, just where I went wrong. And um, yeah, didn't quite nail it. Oh, well, but we live to fight another day. We live to fight another day. Was the review on where you went wrong just a one-word review where it just said everywhere? There were some fundamental errors, and I just sort of leant towards feel more than the data, and I think the data came out on top. Oh, mate, (laughs) mate. You're not a feelicist. You're an analyst. All right, put the anal back into it. Get retentive. Hey, just quickly on last week, I was joking around in the podcast last week. One of my omen bets was pounding because that's what we we're going to be getting when we we're playing cricket. And this is how much of a degenerate scumbag I am. <laughs> I had been dismissed for 20 odd in the chase of 642. Just fell short. So I went and square leg umpired to get a bit of sun. I'm out there listening to the races at square leg with my headphone in and pounding wins. And their keeper appealed for a nick behind. And he's like, how's that? And I go, mate, what are you asking me for? I'm at square leg. I'm not the central umpire. He goes, well, you could you could take the headphones out and you might hear the nick. So anyway, that kind of came through in more ways than one. We got pumped. What's the integrity like on the cricket field with the umpiring? You know what? It's actually not bad, the lower the level, because we're all aged and weary. And oh, more often than not, at my level, you have to umpire your own games. So if you do nick it, you kind of don't want to be like, oh, I'm just going to stand here and put my teammate in a dodgy spot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait for the replay I never walk mate Bugger it They're there to do a job I don't care who they are Speaking of doing a job We're going to do a job today On getting everyone A bit more cash In their pocket for Christmas And have a bit of fun On Saturday at the same time First up we're heading To Mooney Valley How's it shaping mate In general Yeah so The weather at the moment In Melbourne's a little bit rainy I don't know about mm. uh, Where you are Sonny But it should be good It's going to be a good track The rail's in the two metres It was out five metres Last time And if it keeps drying out This track It could end up Really leaderish So just be wary of that because there's a bit of sun around in Melbourne the next few days so there won't be too much rain today and if it's dry Friday and really hot on Saturday during the day it could get really leaderish so just bear that in mind could get really what sorry leaderish leaderish so the leaders are advantaged Ish. Uh, the horses leaderish. settle yeah right uh, that's a racing term <laughs> that's a... you'll get to know the jargon you know what I will remember that and forget my pin number you know that's the problem with <laughs> Short-term memory. I'll be at the ATM going, is there a seven in it? Leaderish. I remember leaderish. Give me a uh, liter of cola. A what? A liter of cola. Liter of cola. Do we make liter of cola? Well, you just order a large farva. I don't want a large farva. I want a goddamn liter of cola. Anyway, let's have a look at the first race if you're happy to get straight into it. Yeah, um, if you want to roll through the market. Definitely, mate. So race one, we're looking at the journey of about 1,200 metres for the two-year-olds. Looking at Devil's Delight, topping the favouritism. Hmm, no apostrophe on Devil's. Not too happy with the owners there. Might have a chat about the grammar. Chill the Krug coming in close behind at 390. 
delicious drop krug, Cantalago at 460 and Amur at 550. Double figures the rest, and my lisp is already struggling. What are we thinking in race one, mate? Which having a look? Yeah, so it's a two-year-old race. Only two of them have actually had a start. Mm. So it's all about the market here. I mean, if you have a look at the race brigade, Cantalago and Hilera, they haven't really done much yet. They haven't shown a lot of ability. Um, probably the main thing to hang out on was Cantalago started $3.20 on debut and Hilera started $2.35. So there's a, there was a little bit of confidence market-wise with those horses first up, but they didn't uh, really do much. So hard to get a line on them. Probably the horse who's been solid enough in the market has been number two, Devil's Delight. It's won a trial at Trelalgon. Philip Stokes trains, Jamie Mott rides. It's been $3.50 into $3.20. So if you're looking for a little bit of a market push early, uh, Devil's Delight, but I'm not getting involved in this race for uh, obvious reasons. There's just not enough data there for me, uh, Sonny. Yeah, good, mate. Good. I don't want you leaning on feel, whatever you do. <laughs> for anyone who's really desperate to dip their toe, I'd back uh, Miss Ruby Do because I've noticed that it's wearing a stallion chain. That harkens back to the days of my high school where there was a large group of Italian blokes that I played football with that all... Sported stallion chains. <laughs> All right, race two, the mares over fifteen hundred. Coming in at two fifty at a short favourite is Forbidden City. Then we got Bubbly Lass at three fifty. Vasilia, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, at five fifty, and Balanora at sevens, and it's double figures the rest. Yeah, so I'll just have a quick look at the speed map. I've got Bubbly Lass going forward, Vasilia going forward as well. I think star in roll from Barrier 5 will push forward. There should be a sort of solid enough tempo. The favourite Forbidden City who I, I will be tipping on top has probably got a little bit of a sticky barrier, but um, I think there's room there for it to slot in midfield. So it's drawn Barrier 8. If they just be a little bit positive out of the gate, I think uh, Luke Nolan will be able to find a spot. So, yeah, as I mentioned, I'm going with Forbidden City. First up, very good at Maui. Then went to Sandown, heavily backed into $2.70, got the job done. Super Ratsy, the second horse in that race has since come out and won so the form's really held up there i think this horse goes third up now ready to do its peak rating for the preparation and uh luke nolan and peter moody are absolutely flying at the moment of the rest bubbly lass i think it has its limitations it's probably got map advantages over forbidden city but doesn't have the scope that forbidden city has vasilia has jamie carr and will push forward, but I just I worry about that Bellini miss form line. I think it had every chance last start. And the other horse in the market, Ballinora, obviously got some Mooney Valley form, but once again, I'm a little bit worried about that form line. I don't think it's as strong as the form line that Forbidden City's coming out of, Sonny. Nice one. So we're leaning towards Forbidden City there with Nolan on board. I like the look of Sigourney. Just because I think Sigourney Weaver is one of the most underrated actors going around. Pure box office, Benny. What's her main movie? Oh, she's part of three of the biggest film franchises of all time. She was in Ghostbusters. <laughs> she starred in all the Aliens films. You're laughing off Ghostbusters. Stop it. Aliens and now Avatar. All supernatural, you'd say. Oh, yeah. Good call. Maybe she's not human. Maybe she's part equine. Go Sigourney. <laughs> All right, race three is just a dash for cash over a thousand yards. Our short prize favourite is number three, Inundation. Number eight, Red Card. The top weight is Unflinching at 750 and Capital Rain at 14. Red Card in at three bucks there. You ever been sent off from anything just before we get into the analysis? Ever had a red card in sport? I did get, I was a pretty fair footballer. Like, Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what every grub says. I mean, I play the game fairly. Yes, yes, yes. Again, what every grub says. I did get sent off in a school match, which wasn't my fault. It was a case of mistaken identity. Joking. They thought some other handsome bastard did it. (laughs) My mate ran in and whacked a bloke in a big melee, and uh, yeah, I got the uh, sent off. 
Yeah. Oh. Out at Marsland one day. Jeez. Oh, well, swings and roundabouts, mate. These things happen. Let's get some karma back in this race. What do we like? Yeah, so this is a really hot race. Inundation, the favourite, has got a real big boom on it. Failed before going for a spell, but this is a horse of considerable promise. It's a group horse in waiting. Jamie Carr goes on first time, which is a key, I think. I think she'll get the best out of the horse. You love Jamie Carr, don't you? You're a freak for Jamie Carr. She's just a complete superstar who gets horses to perform to their absolute top regularly, and she does things on horses that other jockeys can't do so oh can you elaborate on that what like handstands and stuff <laughs> no she just she's got balance she's not as strong as some of the other jockeys but just her balance throughout the race and and horses just really run for her. um some jockeys you know they're, they're solid enough jockeys they, they do everything right tactically but the horses just don't run for them and jamie carr is a, is a jockey that for a long period of time now she's got horses to do ratings that they haven't been able to do for other jockeys so fair um, enough fair I, enough and you know jockeys is, is the probably you know the single biggest factor that i look at and i very rarely go towards jockeys that don't have the strike rate or you know the talent that i, I want to be investing my money on a horse that they're riding so with inundation here uh, obviously failed before the spell but i think it'll bounce back here there is a lot of tempo in the race, but I just think class will get this through. I think it's a genuine thousand meter horse that will appreciate the the tight valley circuit. The dangers, obviously, Red Card, who is a nice little filly who won well last start at Packenham and does have a win at the Valley. But I just think, given the quality of inundation, I think weakness in the market is going to be Red Card because it's currently at three dollars. That's pretty tight. I think it'll drift. I think inundation will firm. I'm not really interested in the rest. I think unflinching uh, is probably another weakness in the market. Seven dollars fifty at the moment. The top weight with an apprentice on board. I'm, I'm willing to look against it so inundation for mine sunny uh, i'm pretty keen on it i think it, it's a horse that's going to win better races than this uh, benchmark 78 beauty inundation to w cash we move on now to race four another little dash for cash over a thousand the top weight's favorite am i pronouncing this correctly dus yeah dusay maybe dusay dusay yeah wouldn't know that's a 390 we'll let it slide Pink Cashmere coming in at six. Port Albert at eight fifty, alongside Philosopher and Capital Theatre at nine fifty. Double figures the rest. The speed map's vital here. There's so many horses going forward. Uh, I've got Supido Beauty, Philosopher going forward, Pink Cashmere, Do Say I'll go forward, Fly Nice. So it'd be interesting race of tactics. I think Port Albert will probably get a nice run from that inside gate. I am tipping Pink Cashmere down the bottom, number ten. Oh, okay. Five dollars fifty at the moment. I'm going around the favourite. I just think there's something about this horse this was a visual thing but also a little bit of times as well ran good time on debut at the ballarat synthetic track synthetic to turf is generally a little bit of a query but i just think given the style of the win the second horse came out and won the form really held up i just think this horse has got something about it good camp kiramar and david eustace they've also got the favorite do say in this race i just reckon they've struggling to place this horse i'd prefer to see this horse against the older horses getting lower at the weights and it'll be better placed i don't think this is the right race for it. it's top weight barrier nine could be caught wide um i'm just not keen on do say in this race and probably the other horse worth mentioning is port albert it won at the mooney at mooney valley two starts back with the blinkers on they took the blinkers off last start and the blinkers go back on here back to the valley i think that's a set play here it'll it'll appreciate the hot tempo up in front and that'll be the horse that'll be um strong late so i'm backing pink cashmere and looking to back port albert as well okay are you at risk of falling prey to going feel over data here again by the sounds of that or not i think there's a little bit of feel and data with this pink cashmere i think 
uh, visually it was a really nice win and there was enough there in the times and the margins to suggest that uh, it'll hold up so it has had a little break but very good camp and I just think there's something about this horse that suggests it'll um, it'll keep improving I like it and we can ignore I always love when this happens there's a horse in this race called commands success commands it Cheers, 30 to 1. Maybe not commanding success. Not going to be backing that. I just like the audacious, ambitious naming of a horse like always wins. Is it coming in at 100 to 1? So, and Rich Fortune oh, down the bottom. Awesome. They're always down the bottom of the market too. <laughs> Come on, guys. Have a think. You should go the other way. You should try and do the reverse Moz. We'll never win. Coming in at hot favouritism. I knew we wouldn't win. Well, why didn't you tell the rest of us? Why did you keep it a secret? Race five, the market, the top weight is favourite at the moment, at just under three to one. Right you are. Then we got Vegas Knight at fours, C Marie at six fifty alongside the nephew, and Pesto at about elevens. Yeah, so I think the speed map is obviously important again here. No speed in this race. It might make it hard for right you are unless they ride uh, ride it a little bit close uh, vegas knight should lead from the inside gate it is dropping in distance but i think they'll be positive from the gate did lead all the way at mooney valley two starts back so i'd imagine they'll adopt the same tactics i just i was looking at vegas knight and i'm thinking four dollars i think the market's found it enough to, for it not to be a bet and right you are i don't think there's any doubt this is the best horse in the race if they if i knew they were going to ride it hotter and ride it closer to the speed then i'd probably back it but i just think there's no guarantee that they will ride it hot and they might ride it cold so i'm willing to sit out of this race so there's just a few too many queries for mine. Yep, fair enough. Let's shoulder arms for that and move on to the next. Let's go over to race six now. Coming in at about 20 to 4 local time. The favourite is Pitchinun. Pitchinun. Uh, Pitchinun. We'll just yeah. go with that. Let's stick with Pitchinun at 3.20. Ashy Boy at 8. Freedom Escape at 8.50. Let's see. Apostrophe S. Yes, good. C-S-E-A. Not so good. At 9.50. Pretty large field here. Are we any chance of getting a winner? It is a large field and it is a weak field. It is terrible. Oh, okay. And hence we've found a winner. So Great. Pitchinun. Jamie Carr uh, jumps on. She's ridden her once. Oh, here we go. The car freak. He's back. But this is a horse who's going to map beautifully. It's either going to lead or just sitting behind the leader. She's ridden it once. It started $5 on that occasion. It was a $130,000 race, uh, a much stronger race than what she gets here. This is only an $80,000 race. This is a benchmark 64, very, very weak race. And just Jamie Carr, the map advantage. It's racing well. It's got the SP profile. It's got form at the valley. Ticks every box. Data, 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 sunny. Good. And needs to win a pitch and none. I like it. I like it. There's a bit of a religious angle looking at the field here. There's the king's gospel, water into wine. Even ancient Egypt and set us free have got a bit about them. Who's your god, Sonny? Oh, probably King Wally Lewis. <laughs> I thought you were going to say David Boone. Buddha Boone, Buddha Boone, let us turn to Launceston and pray. I've just realised Pitcher Nun has none in it, so that's another religious bent. Anyway, I'm digressing. Let us face Launceston and pray. <laughs> legend, 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 dead set legend. <laughs> now we give each other the sign of Boone. Yeah, good yeah, sense, mate. Yeah, Race seven, mate. Race seven, we're over 1,600 in the Sweeney Sunshine. Oh, that just sounds lovely. 
Okay, this is my Oman bet, but I've just realised it's favourite, so I might have to change it. Number five, River Plate. I was leaning towards Benny. I wouldn't be changing it. <laughs> really? No? Give me your reasons. I'm purely doing it because it's such a huge, huge footballing club in Argentina, and they've just taken home the World Cup, and it's everywhere. It's omnipresent in my mind, so I thought, you know what? I'm leaning towards River Plate on this one. I just wish it was in the same silks, in the same colours. Did you see the footage of them celebrating in oh. Argentina? Wild. Wild. I thought there were some weirdos on my bus last week. This one was insane. <laughs> they got airlifted out. Instead of doing a bus tour, open top bus tour, they had to go in helicopters. Unbelievable. Madness. It's insane. Anyway, River played in at favouritism at 250, but that won't win because I put the moz on it, surely. Caesar, the salad, if you know your ancient stabbings, at 750. Too good for Turak. I see what you did there at 750. Rhinoceros looking to win this by a horn at 850. And the claimant staking its claim also at 850. Netten Yahoo at 10s. Yes, yes, yes. A few interesting names there. Tempo in the race. There should be decent tempo. I think River Plate will go forward. I think Good. Uh, Rambler Rebel will go forward. Netanyahu will be trying to find a spot. New Choice generally races forward when it, over this trip. So I am going for River Plate. Really? This is a horse that has got some talent. Good racing pattern, high percentage racing pattern, and then it goes forward. I just reckon last start, it was taken on in front, pestered in front, and still had enough of a kick to win. I think it'll, they'll either get a softer lead here or take a sit I think I'll be interested to see what it can do by taking a sip because I think this is a horse of considerable ability the market keeps finding it was a dollar seventy last start it's two dollars fifty here after opening three dollars so there's already been market support I think it'll roll forward it's got the first opportunity to get the best run in the race so it can dictate where it sits from barrier three and I just think it has got so much more scope for improvement than a lot of the other horses in the race of the other horses Rhinoceros got Jamie Carr first time obviously we talked about how much of an advantage that is but it's coming out of a race that didn't rank that well. Caesar's probably ready to do something third up. Jay Allen replaces Jay Childs. And Netanyahu, I was thinking the mile was probably a little bit too far for it. So River Plate here, I just think the scope for improvement with this horse is far greater than anything else in the race, Sonny. Well, it worries me that it's my Oman bet. So take that with a grain of salt, everyone. But it's not often Benny and I agree on anything. (laughs) Surely it can't win. All right, let's move on now. Second last in the card, which is normally when you pull up stumps. Race eight over two and a half thousand metres. A lot of international flavour here. Four Kiwis, a couple of Irish and a French. Sounds like a bad joke. Number four (laughs) at 450 is Wertheimer. Guess who's on that? Jamie Carr. Tipping you'll be leaning towards her. She's got photos of you or something. (laughs) Number 12, Wahini Toa at six bucks. Number seven, Kai Tuku. God, I'm going to struggle here at 6.50. And the next up, we've got Sous Le Nuage. Mm, probably mispronounced all three of those at nines. And Mvita. No relation to Mbappe or Evita at 9.50. I can pronounce Angel, so I'll say that one as well. (laughs) Ten bucks. It's a tricky little race, this one. I'm not real keen on the favourite Wernheimer with Jamie Carr. You're off her. No, oh, well, Fair I enough. just think the horse is too slow, to be honest. Right. It's going okay. It's probably a drop in class for it. I just didn't like it. It's three, won three from 24, only placed two other times. Terrible strike rate. It's going okay, but I'm going with the horse Wahini Toa down the bottom with Matty Cartwright on board. It was a really good run last start. It was outside the lead on a hot tempo, which is hard to do. 2,000 to 2,500. Probably doesn't quite have the platform that you generally like for a horse going to 2,500, but Mara and Eustace obviously have got a good record at this distance range. So I'm going Wahini Toa. It's claiming under the min. It's the horse with a little bit of scope, and I'm completely against the favourite word time, Mary. I like it, mate. Outstanding level of confidence there. 
Let's move on to the last, mate. This is a massive, massive field. Is this typical of most race meets where this is just going to be impossible to pick a winner? Yeah, well, you know, we tend to stay out of the last race because they keep the big fields in the quaddy legs uh, mm. to make it more competitive. So and yeah, it's a yeah. weak race, uh, this as well. But I'm having a little bet. So go through the market and we'll get to that. Beauty. All right. Well, it's a very, very broad, broad field. So coming in at seven bucks, the favourite. So whenever you're back here, you're going to get value. You've got Bel Ciel, then in social conscience not anything i've come across at 850 sham i am at 950 donna natalina at 950 magnum bullet at 10 blood oath at 11 and then it keeps drifting from there but there are a thousand horses in this thing there's a stack of them and i think there'll be a good Whoa. tempo f for that reason because i think there'll be multiple horses wanting to push forward i've got sham i am pushing forward magnum bullet so there'll be good tempo i'm tipping a horse each way vongole number seven I just think it's coming out of a couple of really nice form races in uh, at Geelong and Pakenham. So I think this is a dropping grade. It's raced at the Valley three times for three plays. It handles the track. 1,200 metres suits. It's third up here. I think it's ready to peak. And it's at each way odds at uh, about $12, $13. So uh, I'm with Von Galay. I think uh, we can have something each way on that and hopefully close it out a winner. Oh, that'd be an absolute treat, mate. Just have a little nibble at something there at Double Figures. Thanks for coming. That wraps up the card at Mooney Valley for this Saturday. So I'm just going to run through what we've got. You correct me if I make a mistake, but just don't do it too many times. We're going to shoulder arms and have a look in the first. In race two, we're hoping Nolan finds a spot on Forbidden City, the favourite. Number three, we're on Inundation because you're a Jamie Carr freak. Number 10, Pink Cashmere is going to get up in race four. And you can have a little bit on Port Albert there at 8.50 as well. Pink Cashmere is at six or five too, so hopefully that's going to line the pockets. Race five has no speed. Vegas Knight should lead, but we're not too keen. We're just going to have a look. Race six, Jamie Carr freak is back. Pitching on to get the win there. Race seven, oh boy, it can't possibly win because we're both on it. River Plate, oh, something bad's going to happen to this thing. Number eight, Wahini Toa. Uh, we're off Jamie Carr and we're on Cartwright. Race nine, we've got some each way value at 13 to 1 and four bucks a place on Vongalay. How did that sound? Yeah, it's a pretty good summary. If I had to label a best bet, it would probably be pitching that. I just think it's got so many positives going for it. Jamie Carr, the map, the form line, mm. um, the weakness of the field. I just think it, it's the one to beat. And the inundation, I think it'll be winning, and it'll be, it'll be winning better races than this. So those two I'd be basing my day around. Beautiful. So just to reiterate there, race six, number 13, pitching on. And race three, number three, inundation. They're your best bets from Benny, and we've got enough to keep us interested there. If you're interested, pop on over to the Doombin podcast. We're going to fly through everything there as well and hopefully get you some winners. Until next time, have a good Christmas, have a great Boxing Day test, and don't eat too much. Good luck, punters. Thanks, Benny. See you, mate. Luck, punters.